kind of need to, three straight years to be in the top 10, but it doesn't matter to me except for what do you finish. So it's good that it brings attention to the program and um, to be able to do that, um, especially as you're going against a program that normally you would think would be the team in the top 10 three years in a row with their roster. You know, we try to, you know, achieve our goals and not let others achieve their goals. Um, I read where Jimbo said their goal is to be bowl eligible, so if we can get in the way of that, that would be good um, for us too. If that's not, if that's not a deep burn, a, uh, a just a horrible shot across the bow for Jimbo Fisher, you should have been in the top ten the last three years with the roster you've had. Instead, you're here, and uh, your goal is to be bowl eligible. Wow. Yeah, now that's be- putting it. That's putting everything right there, uh, front and center for Texas A&M fans, isn't it? Apparently, Jimbo did say after the win against South Carolina, "Well, well, our goal as a program is to be bowl eligible, six wins, and we'll and we'll walk on from there." So he did say that, but Lane Kiffin has identified Jimbo as a target, and he started last oh, yeah. year during the game, which is amazing. But to say. Yeah, being in the top ten three consecutive years, and we're about to play a team that should be there given their roster. Um, yeah, man, I I love it. I think it's great. Pile on Jimbo Fisher. No one's feeling sorry for him these days. You know, that's interesting because in Coach Venables, I don't know if you heard this or not, but at the at the Rudy show, after was so is it after they beat Texas? Was that when they were six and zero? Yes, yes, correct. So, I mean, they're 7-1. and one. UCF got you to 7, so yeah. Right. Well, after we won, after we beat Texas, he said that, um, he's like, well, someone had told him that they're, they've won six games and they're bowl eligible. And he was like, bowl eligible? And they were like, yeah, you should tell the team. And... I don't remember what all he said about it, but he's like, uh, well, I mean, I guess if it's like a, if that's like a box that you want to check, you should, I guess you go tell the team, <laughs> but he was like, less than impressed and a little annoyed that he, someone thought that was a major achievement. Well, yeah, he was just kind of laughing at it, you know, because of the year they had last year that it's like, oh, awesome. We're bowl eligible. Um, I, it was just a kind of a funny moment because I was thinking back at, uh, I don't ever remember right, bowl eligibility being anything on any goal list, ever. I bet it was even, always pretty simple. In 99, it felt like a big deal, but I'm sure it wasn't even on a goal list back in 1990. Uh, maybe it was, but I, I, I doubt it. I think, Bob even, said, I think sure. Bob even said after the, the season that the goal wasn't to win seven games, the goal is to win every game. Like, Nebraska yeah. won their fifth game. This is Nebraska, right? Difference between the two programs. Though some believe Oklahoma's the next Nebraska. Two programs aren't all that close right now. Nebraska beat Purdue for their fifth win on Saturday in Lincoln. And Matt Rule is talking about he's walking off the field and some fan yells, Just one more, coach! Please! Just one more! Just get one more win! Matt Rule's comment was, I don't want to get just one more. I want to get every single win from here on out. So, yeah, I guess some believe six wins is... uh, 
an achievement. It would be for Nebraska, but Matt Rule's like, let's try to get more than one, huh? How's that sound? Yeah. It's all relative. I mean, I can understand the fan saying, hey, I, this is going to be a process, and if we can just check the box right now of, of uh, going to a bowl game, we're, we're headed in the right direction. Pretty crazy to think. Now, there's a lot of talk of Oklahoma being the next Nebraska. Is What's the talk of Nebraska being the next, like, Oklahoma? Or, or what? So they've won five games. When's the last time they were bowl eligible? 2016, maybe? It's been like six, seven Jeez. years, man. They, they just That's won crazy. the – They were on that first three-game winning streak in the first time, like six, seven years. Yeah, it's been bad. Been really bad up there. I, it's been bad, especially considering, like they think about the the division they've been in. The worst one in football. All you got to do is get to seventeen points, and you can you can win like eight games a year. <laughs> I think everyone in that uh, division has played for the Big Ten championship the last time. Yeah, twenty sixteen they were nine and four. Whoa, nine and four wow. in twenty sixteen. Then they. Rolled off a four-win season. They haven't played in a bowl game since. So that's where they're at right now. Hey, we tried to um, get optimistic a little bit, start of last hour, about Saturday's game. And I feel like our main points of emphasis on why to be optimistic from us and the text line is, well, Mike Gundy's 3-15 and in this game as a head coach. They're coming in with a lot of confidence, which doesn't normally work out for them. But OU's got the better quarterback and the better defense. So, and, and I agree with those amongst some other positions as well. There are some from the Oklahoma State side that they don't really think it's that much of a question that they're the better team. Would you agree that Oklahoma State's a better team going into this game? OU's got the better roster. But who's, like, who's got the better football team going into this thing? Mm, well, I think it's Oklahoma, but I can understand that Oklahoma State fans think that they do. I, I can get that. I mean, whenever you look at it, I, it's it depends how you measure it. Are we going to measure both teams at their best? Are we going to measure both teams at their latest? I'm guessing they're going to measure it uh, by the latest. I think that's what they're doing. If you measure it by the latest, then they've got a really good argument. If you measure it by the by the best, then I don't think the argument is as strong. And maybe you measure it by your worst, and it's definitely not as strong. So, I, I mean, I don't agree with it, but... I don't just dismiss it right away. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's we're tough. We're going to have to show the up past two weeks. It. Yeah, it's, it's hard to dismiss. This one from the 580. I think Oklahoma State is playing like the better team right now, but without a doubt, Oklahoma's roster is head and shoulders above them. And that's the problem, right? Like, yep. I think the latter is true, but it doesn't look like it at this point. Their offensive line versus your offensive line, some other position, certainly running back, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that's the case. Well, here's the thing, man. So right now, Oklahoma State is way better than us at putting the ball in their best players' hands. Is oh, they excel we, at that. There's no doubt. 
we did not do that worth a flip against Kansas. We took it out of Dylan Gabriel's hands on the final drive where we needed a first down to win the football game. We, I know it's injury-wise, but we still we were handing it to a back that struggled this year. Our best wide receiver had one catch on the day. I something there's something to be said about saying this guy's our best player. He's going to have the ball in his hands like half of our snaps at least. Right. Especially they're in critical good at moments, doing that. too, because, I mean, like, Brennan Thompson had a catch down the sideline, and that's hard to judge because there's just not a lot of time with what two timeouts left. But, like, especially in the second half when it was pretty obvious it was going to be close all the way through, that's when you really, I think, got to bear down and get your best players the ball. Because Kansas did that, too, did yeah. they not? Of course they did. Sure. Yep, they did. So, I, you know, the, the argument is not – like right now it doesn't feel great at all for Oklahoma, obviously because we're coming off of a very poor performance where, you know, there was good in all three phases, but there's also like really bad in all three phases. Bad, bad, bad in all three phases. Turnovers, pick six. As bad as it gets, that's the worst thing an offense can do, and we did it. Um, you know, defense, we gave up a game-winning drive. That's the worst thing you can do. Um, and special teams, we had a turnover in special teams deep in our own territory. So, 918 question. Know, I, mean, gotta, I know we forced one, too, but we there was a lot of bad. Question you got to ask yourself is, does Trace Ford give Alan Bowman another collapsed lung on Saturday from the 918? Well, I, I hope they get some pressure on the QB because that was lacking at times on Saturday. Not consistent yeah. enough, especially on that fourth down big play that they give up where uh, Kansas goes and takes the lead at the end of the game. It, it's, I think it's going to be hard to get pressure on Oklahoma State again this week for us because the running game is so good. The offense has The offensive line has gained a ton of confidence. And they wear you down in the running game. Let Ollie go, Gordon go to work. Defense kind of gets on their heels a little bit. You know, you, you know, play calling and, and things. It just they operate in front of the stacks. Protect a ton. Not a whole lot of third and longs for them at this point. The way they're playing. Yeah, not a lot of third and longs, and you don't get a whole lot of drop back five man protection from them. They usually have a tight end and a back in blocking, unless it's like a designed play where the ball's coming out of the quarterback's hand right away. EJ from Louisiana says, what's holding Kobe McKenzie back from getting more snaps? But just consistency and you know, I, he's, he's really good in the box, not as good out of the box, but, you know, I, I'm still hopeful with Kanick. You know, I, I think he, he's obviously an incredible athlete. It really hurt him not having Stutzman out there. He really leans on uh, Stutzman's experience and communication whenever he's out there. So I think whenever Danny was out, he was he was kind of reeling a little bit, and I think his play suffered. Now, that's something that he's just going to have to get better at. You know, Big Brother's not going to always be there. So, um I don't know. I 
I would if if there was a move made there, I would expect Stutzman to play Mike and Kip Lewis to play well, Will before I would expect yeah Kobe to come in and and he may rotate in and out though. That's a popular I, I that thought, and, and I don't know if it's um so much Lewis. Well, I, I just think it's there are many that want Lewis Carter to play more snaps. And I can't necessarily hate on that idea. For Who? I think, Lewis Carter? I mean, God, I always do that, man. Kip Lewis. Okay. So excited about Lewis Carter as a freshman that I always do that. Kip Lewis instead. And that's what I'm saying. I can't hate on that. Because he just – he's a guy, when it feels like he gets in there, there is a uh, level of energy that is brought to, to that defense. Not, not that yeah. others don't, but – I guess I go back to the goal line stand. I really go back to a lot of points this year. He's just so – he's a really good player, but I just think he brings something to, to that yeah. linebacker spot when he's in there. He does. Now, one of the things that we have to remember is, you know, he gets the benefit of snapshot, right? You go in for a drive. You come in in goal line where it's a package. You kind of – you know exactly what you're doing. It's all very limited. So you get a big benefit of that and not having to go through the ups and the downs and the personnel changes and the formations and them throwing everything at you over a course of 75 snaps. So he's always going to look better in those short spans, if that makes sense. Sure. KW918 says, here's OSU's play calling on Saturday. First down, run the ball, run the clock. Second down, run the ball, run the clock. Third down under five yards, run with Ollie over five yards. Spread them out, throw it to whoever Kanik is covering. First down pokes. <laughs> now, they will dump it down. I mean, that's the one thing, and that's what I was talking about with Bowman, which, you know, he still is pretty athletic, and he can run around quite a bit. I mean, he's not Jason Bean by any stretch, but he can move around. Um, but... He is way more conservative than he was at Tech. He is being smart with the football. He's checking it down a bunch. Now, when they have an opportunity deep and he sees it, he'll let it fly. And he's got a big arm. But He's always had a big arm. You know, I think they have said, listen, you're the starter. You've got the most experience here. Don't screw this up. Manage the game. And I think he does a really good job running their offense. Uh, just eight touchdowns, five picks so far this year. I don't. Uh, maybe a lot of those mistakes came earlier I, in the year. I but think they did. I'll have to, I'm going to go. I'm going to look at his kind of game. Jaden Bray, the uh, the former Norman High kid, is uh, their leading receiver with just 349 yards. So this is not like when OU went up there in 2017. I, I don't know what past Oklahoma State team most resembles this one. Maybe 2019 when they had uh, Chuba Hubbard up there. But this yep. is definitely an offense at this point. And, and they've got some nice players at wide receiver. Everyone remembers Brennan Presley. He's still there. But it's it's Ollie Gordon, man. Like re- Regardless of how the game starts or how it goes, they're getting zero the ball as much as possible. I've even yep. seen him first play of the game against Kansas throw a little screen to him just to get him out in the open field. Like it's it's It goes through him, man. Yeah. Now, I'm just looking at his last five games. Um, he's only been sacked two times in the last five games, which is really strong considering that, like, the weakness of the football team for Oklahoma State early on was their offensive line was just playing horribly. 
Um, they've turned that around. Um, but he's he's thrown an interception in each of the last two games against Cincinnati and West Virginia, and he threw two in their loss uh, back in September to Iowa State. Other than that, you know, he hovers around, you know, 65 completion percentage. He was 50% against Cincinnati, but, you know, I think the, the weather was a factor in that. But And he does throw the ball away a lot. So there you go. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting us on the text line, 651 3439. Remember, Red Solo Cup, and they'll fill you up here at Toby Keith's. I love this bar and grill. 250 Miller High Life, PBRs, and Bush Lights. That's all day, every day. And then they've got happy hour Monday to Friday from 3 to $7.50 off all domestic beers. Stay tuned. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. There are trucks, then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. Win the most three times a week during Apache Casino Hotel slot tournament days. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Rewards members receive one free session in our slot tournament. Want another round in the tournament? Earn 200 slot points daily each tournament day to play an extra tournament session. Apache Casino Hotel, where you win the most. Oklahoma football is the best, and Balfour of Norman on Historic Campus Corner has been Sooner fans' favorite OU shop for more than 45 years. Locally owned, Jerry and Libby invite you to stop by and see what is new. Choose from great polos from Jordan, Nike, Columbia, Antigua, and women's tees and fashion tops that'll get you game ready. You will also find something for the younger Sooner fans with sizes from newborn through youth. There's a large collection of OU hats, including the new Hui hats. With their selection of socks, Balfour literally has you covered from head to toe. But they are more than just a t-shirt shop with everything you need for tailgating or watch parties, serving pieces, barware, and even framed art of Sooner greats and other decorative pieces. If it says OU, Balfour has got it. You can count on Balfour of Norman for the best selection, quality, and service. Or shop online at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything Sooner. Get geared up at Balfour of Norman, 792 Asp Avenue on historic Campus Corner. They say if you don't like the weather in Oklahoma, wait five minutes and check it again. No, not there yet. Ah, that's more like it. Being comfortable is important, and if it's minus 5 degrees or 100 degrees, Norman Air has you covered. Our impeccable quality and unbeatable service is what sets us apart from our competitors. It's just part of our mission to keep Oklahoma comfortable. Visit normanair.com for all your heating, air, plumbing, and electrical needs. Norman Air, service to the max. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Would you like to play a more active role in your health? 
At Hightower Clinical, we believe all Oklahomans should have access to new potential treatment options through clinical trial participation. Our team wants to support you with the best care possible through clinical trials. No health insurance is required. Compensation is available for eligible study participants, and study care is provided at no cost. Having the chance to go through a trial and find out if something works for them and makes their life easier, I would recommend them do it. To learn more, scan this QR code and visit our website. My daughter was diagnosed with a rare malignant rhabdoid tumor on the spine. They sent her straight to St. Jude. My hope was gone. But when you get there, everyone's like, hey, we're not going to give up. And when you see other people not giving up on your child, that makes all the difference in the world. When I found out I didn't have to pay, I was just grateful. They saved my baby's life. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Keep the interaction going on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. And here is a uh, wild stat for you as Brian Harson was fired one year ago today at Auburn. Ross Dellinger of uh, Yahoo Sports writes that for the first time in more than a decade, for the first time in more than a decade, zero college coaches have been fired or resigned in the first two months of a season for on-field reasons. On-field reasons is important because we all remember what happened with uh, Mel Tucker there at Michigan State. So for on-field success or not so much, first time in over a decade no one's been fired. Last year, Harson was fired on this day one year ago, and he was the seventh FBS head coach of the year to be fired or resigned for performance reasons during the season, the highest ever. Wow. A little bit different this time around. Yeah, I guess so. And, I mean, there's some hot seat coaches out there that are doing pretty good. Neil Brown was a hot seat coach, and they've had a pretty nice Man. season. They're 5-3. and three. Yeah, I just feel bad for that Hail Mary. It's a, Brutal. We're talking about them in the Big 12 race if the Hail Mary doesn't happen. Now, I don't think that they're, yep. you know, one of the teams that play for the Big 12 championship, but yep. mathematically been a one loss they're, they're in there. Yeah, yeah that's right. Which, for those that don't know, we have five one-loss schools right now. Oklahoma, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, Texas, and Kansas State. Off the, so, top, off the top of my head, let's see. K-State still has to go to Texas. I think they got to go to Iowa State as well. Iowa State's got to play uh, both Texas and Kansas State. I think they get them both at home. K- no, Kansas State, Iowa State is, is in, in Manhattan. Manhattan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what it feels like is OU and Oklahoma State have the best two paths to a Big 12 title, for, like most manageable schedules from here on out after yeah. they play each other on, on Saturday. I Yeah. Now, Iowa State is a tough one. They've got Kansas, which I think they win, BYU, which I think they win, and then they've got Texas at home. Um, we'll see what what the deal is, is with yours by then. Um, we'll see. I, I, it's hard to hard to gauge where Texas is going to be at that point. I think a lot of it depends on what happens against oh, KSU. Totally agree with that. 
totally agree with that. But then they've got – they're at Kansas State to end the year. So Iowa State's got a tough run. Kansas at BYU, Texas at Kansas State. Yeah, man, I think OU and Oklahoma State got the two most manageable paths from here on out. And even if OU were to win this weekend – OSU's at UCF, at Houston, BYU, the three new teams that can't seemingly win a game in the conference. I'm guessing mathematically there's a path, and if there is, may not be the last time they play. Just given the the roads for each two teams from here on out. Yeah, you'd have to have... uh, Be a crazy tiebreaker, whatever it's going to be. K-State needs to beat Texas. Um... That's what OSU needs is K State to really kind of, you know, do some damage here on out. They got the tie. They, well, they beat them they head need, to head. Yeah, they need they need K State to beat Texas, and then they need Iowa State to take a loss somewhere. But they need them to beat K State also because Oklahoma State will be a two loss team. They need Iowa State. They have a, the win over them. I guess they got the win over Kansas State, too. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're in a good spot. And uh, I, even I, with I two mean, losses, there's, they still are in a decent spot. Well, and that, that's the thing. Like, the conference is just so different this year. Not everyone plays each other. Do I necessarily yeah. think that OSU is the second-best team in the conference? Well, that's not really the point. It really comes down to paths from, from here on out. And Texas, Kansas State, record. Texas, Kansas State, Iowa State all play essentially a uh, round-robin against one another. OU and OSU play each other, but after that, it's it's pretty manageable from there on out. So, yeah, who is who is least likely out of OU, Iowa State, OSU, Texas, and Kansas State to make the conference championship game? Iowa State. I think Be- I'm there because too. Of, because of schedule, they've got to play Texas, Kansas State, and. Kansas. Wait, do they play Texas? That's right. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. They they're, play Texas, they're, uh, Kansas State, they're Kansas. Kansas at home at uh, BYU. Uh, Kansas at home at BYU. Texas at home and at Kansas State. Yeah, that's that's by far and away the toughest road out of the uh, yeah. out of the five. Yeah, they and they've had the toughest schedule. They've they're the only team in the top top six. Like if you include Kansas in the top six, uh, they have to play every one of those teams. All right, no one else has to do that. This text says Oklahoma State has two losses. Well, yeah, but one in conference. The other one was to yeah. South Alabama. So they're they're tied with everyone else right now. And yeah, honestly, man, Iowa State has three losses. Whoever wins this game Saturday, I think is the front runner to make it to the game out of the five. Whoever yes. wins Texas and Kansas State's in a pretty good spot too. But regardless, both those teams still have a tough game left. Uh, the winner of Bedlam has the. The best path to Arlington, and I don't think it's really that debatable. I think Texas is probably third because they've got Kansas State at home, and then they've got to go at TCU, at Iowa State, and then Tech. I, it's not it's not great, but if they can beat Kansas State, you know they've got Iowa State remaining. But like Iowa State's got everyone, and you know, I don't know. It's it's tough to keep it all in your I head. I guess this is a uh, way too early question. Maybe it is. I, I, I don't know. But with all that being said, if you went on Saturday, you got the best path to Arlington. You're still a one-loss team, so you'll still have a chance at the playoff. Does a win on Saturday, like not that 
winning OSU or beating OSU is like the, the bar for success, but does a win Saturday restore confidence in everything? Or how much confidence does it restore in this team and just, just kind of everything around it? Probably a lot, but, you know, how it is, it's always going to depend on how it all unfolds. Um, you know, I guess there was a, there was some bad stuff in the Texas game, but, you know, we were thrilled after that. I don't think this one would necessarily be the same, that if you just win it, you're going to be happy no matter what to check the box. And, I mean, we'll be happy for a moment, but, like, if there's a bunch of bad stuff in there that's still hanging around, I mean – there'll be a celebration and we'll start looking, looking down the road a little bit as fans. But you know, if we, if we continue to have some of the same problems, then people are still going to handle success last time. Let's see if they can handle success this time around. Right. Right. Blue whale suitor says the one conference loss round Robin gauntlet feels extra sketchy when you factor in big 12 refs and the OU kicker and jet sweeps. Well, I guess Zach Schmidt didn't attempt anything other than an extra point last week, right? Right. Because they kept going for t- well, they kept going for two, and uh, they went for it on fourth down early in the game. Are you surprised that Oklahoma State is not ranked in the top twenty-five? Well, they're not ranked in the AP top twenty-five. I think there's a right. chance they are ranked in the college football playoff top twenty-five tonight. But if they're not, then yeah, I mean, the, the loss to South Alabama is bad, but they're clearly not that that team. And they haven't yeah. just been winning. They've been – dude, the way they've been winning games is the way that I wish OU had been winning games ever since that Texas game, you know, just kind of dominating teams, looking like the much better team. They haven't just won games. They've just physically dominated people and, and ran away from them. It is. And you know what? If If you go out – and you beat someone by four or five touchdowns, and you do it through the air, it's one thing. But whenever you go out and you do it on the ground, and you put up three bills on the ground running the football, it's a totally different feeling. It's like it's it's like getting your ass kicked in front of the entire school is what it's like. <laughs> That's what happened to Kansas it, State, Kansas, and yeah, uh, Cincinnati. And whenever it's whenever it's like through the air, it's like getting your ass kicked behind the gym where just a couple of buddies saw it. Nobody else knows. You know, it's like when someone runs it on you like that, there's just an embarrassment factor to it that like just robs the pride from especially your for a program like Kansas State you know yeah. um it, it, even someone like Cincinnati who that I think their only strength is the defensive front and they completely got ran over yeah I think they were at the soul. time they were the number one uh rushing defense in the conference I believe at the time not anymore blacktop Billy says sorry about all the doom and gloom yesterday feeling much better still pissed ah. Booma. Anyone Look else? That. Anyone else feeling better slash more optimistic today? Because I didn't sense a whole lot of it yesterday. Oh, I just want to let you guys know I'm sorry about all the stuff I said about the jet sweep yesterday. <laughs> I've gotten more jet sweep texts today than I did yesterday, so I don't know if anyone's sorry about that. I've seen at least one OU fan dress up as a as a, a jet sweep for Halloween. Today. How about that? The jet sweep has taken all of the arrows. Meanwhile, the uh, 
the bubble pass is like trying to get out of the room without being seen. <laughs> Uh, 405, no disrespect to Zach Schmidt, but maybe let Gavin Marshall give it a try? I don't I don't know. I don't man. think he was I, available on Saturday, right? I think he's I think he's hurt. Hurt? Right? He at least wasn't there. Your boy Reddy was was there as the backup kicker, I believe. Huh. I wonder if he's sick. I don't know, man. I I'm not really into the just give let this guy give it a try whenever you've got the entire season on the line i i tend to fall back on let's let the guy that won the job and has the best leg there's a reason we we gave the position to him but i don't know i mean kicker there is point of like confidence is is gone it doesn't really matter how good you are and what you've done in the past like if you can't you got the yips or whatever it is it's just it's hard so i i don't know man that's like that's like the blind spot for me i would have liked to i should have asked coach venables about it a little more like how do you navigate that as a coach like because there's there's some delicacy there with the mindset of your kicker like you know he knows he's got to make the kicks. You know he's got to make the kicks. Right, what do you say? Right, you want to keep him up and keep him positive, where he's he's got a good feeling about it. And he wants to go out there and take the field and, and kick field goals. He's not he's not dreading the moment. So it's, it's just a tough path to you don't, try you don't, and navigate. You don't say what Urban Meyer said to his kicker. That much is true. <laughs> hey, but what a great place to try to get back in your groove as a kicker, where there's a monstrous oversized TV jumbotron screen sitting on Gallagher Iba Arena. Is there a rule about what they can play on that? I know there used to be. I know they or when they first the first year they used to play a bunch of crazy stuff. They the first year they unveiled it. I think they were playing Texas and they put a bunch of uh, yellow lines on it to make the field goal post harder to see. (laughs) That's got to be illegal. I would run like a, a highlight reel of all of the kicks that the opposing kicker has missed that year. Just really quickly, you know. Quick, like uh, a roulette shot of all of the wide left, wide right, short, blocked, all the mistakes just in a quick little five, ten-second clip. All right, let's hit a quick timeout here from Toby Keith's and more. We'll come back and hit some things that caught my eye next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Attention basketball fans. Get ready for an electrifying season with the defending Big 12 champion Oklahoma women's basketball team. Tickets are on sale now and start at just $99. Don't miss out on the action. Secure your seats now and cheer for victory. Visit Soonersports.com or call 800-456-4668 to secure your tickets and be part of the winning spirit. Boomer Sooner! The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. All right, man, you heard it. Let's move, 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 move! Find your Sooner coverage fix with the home of Sooner fans on your favorite social media platform for questions of the day, upcoming show interviews, show highlights, and more. Oh, look at that, an alert. I'm probably trending already. Search for KREF Sports on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. 
Want to make Christmas wishes come true for foster children in the Norman area? Fostering Futures is looking for generous volunteers known as Secret Santa Elves to help make dreams come true. You can shop off a wish list for one or more children currently in foster care or make a monetary donation to provide financial support. This benefits not only the children, but also the foster families. You can sign up to help shop, purchase gift cards, or make donations online at fosteringfuturesok.org. Make Christmas dreams come true at fosteringfuturesok.org. Sidelined by injury, illness, or surgery? Valor Physical Therapy can help. At Valor PT, our skilled therapists create a rehabilitation program individualized for you with education and encouragement each step of the way. Whether it's sports or the activities of life, let Valor get you back in the game. Start now at ValorPT.com or call 405-265-6449. No referral needed. Mention the ref and get a free t-shirt at your first appointment. Why? Why do we ignore the things that give us pause, that seem out of place, that don't feel right? The answer to why defines who we are. So if you see something, why do you say something? I see safe for my friends. For my community. For my family. For each other. Because all of this matters. We all have something worth protecting. So why do you see safe? Report suspicious activity to local authorities. If you see something, say something. It's time. All we want to think about is football and basketball season, but it's also insurance season. November 1st to December 15th is open enrollment for your individual medical coverage. It's the time you need to pick a new plan or update your income to avoid tax penalties. If you're uninsured, it's the only time to buy individual medical plans for 2024 without a qualifying event. Call Allison Insurance at 405-745-2968 or 800-580-5587. It won't cost anything and could save you a lot. Matthew. Oh, oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Dear Hero, whoever you are, you save lives. I live with sickle cell and the pain and the issues that come along with sickle cell every day. I'm most grateful that people are willing to go out there and take their time, their blood, and give me new life. Because of you, I'm allowed to see my son grow up. Giving equals living. Give blood. Replenish the supply. Learn more at hhs.gov slash giveblood. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Cut Teddy's Eye brought to you by Yala Ghazni Law. Have you heard hiring a lawyer makes your insurance claim take even longer? Not at Yala Ghazni Law. They work to keep your claim moving forward and fight delay at every turn. That's Yala Ghazni Law, 405-800-8080. 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is... How about the Detroit Lions, Tyler McComas? Yeah, huh? Getting Jameer Gibbs involved in the offense. I like that. Can he go or what? Yeah, he's a nice. He made some really nice plays last night. Uh, where do you think the Lions? Uh, where do you think they are in the pecking order in the National Football League right now? Well, after uh, Brock Purdy, all of a sudden looks like Iowa State. Brock Purdy. I think they could be number two behind the Philadelphia Eagles. My gosh, he does. Throwing picks all over the place. It's craziness. 
uh, yeah, they got handled. Uh, Cincinnati maybe is uh, is coming around. It feels like the Eagles are head and shoulders better than anyone in the NFC, but the Detroit Lions are absolutely a contender in the NFC. They are. Yep. And they got um, um, they. Who did they trade for today? Um, God, the guy who used to be at Michigan was just with the the Cleveland Browns. Peoples Jones, Donovan Peoples Jones. Yes, they just traded for him yeah. today. Not that that changes their entire offense, but they at least made a move. Right, and uh, another trade which was next on my list. How about this? 49ers get Chase Young from the Commanders, Jeez. who was what the number two overall pick back in like nineteen or twenty. Uh, I think he's an incredible player, and they didn't have to give up a whole lot for him, like a mid-round pick. How? Um, adding to their defense, you're going to have Chase Young on one side and Bosa on the other. When did they Third trade? Pick. When did they trade for Christian McCaffrey? Was that two years ago? And was that right at the deadline as well? I think that's right. God, I mean, they makes, like that's it. two like massive moves that they've made here recently. But you know, back to, uh, want to blow things up. If Big Twelve Brock Purdy continues to hang around, that it's not going to matter who's coming off the edge on the defensive line. No kidding. Uh, last thing I've got. Uh, I'm sure you've seen this, but we haven't talked about it. Did you see Colorado got robbed at the Rose Bowl? I even saw what Deion Sanders said today, which was pretty <laughs> epic. They said it's the granddaddy of them all. I bet granddaddy's got some money, uh, wants the, his players to be reimbursed. Good luck with that. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Rose Bowl has some type of insurance that they could – have a claim against and maybe get reimbursed but i feel like that's a long shot and they said maybe ucla players got robbed too i haven't heard anything about that though there was just a, that it's a possibility there was a shooting outside the rose bowl when ou was out there in 2019 yeah. i guess man yikes. sure uh okay I've, I've got a few here lsu's Jaden daniels their quarterback he's pretty good yeah he is attempting to become the first starting quarterback to beat nick saban in consecutive seasons since Drew Brees, or as they call him in New Orleans, Breezes, did it in 1998-1999 when Saban was at Michigan State. Saban has never lost consecutive seasons to the same quarterback, same starting quarterback at Alabama. Dang. That's crazy. I mean, it, it's a it's an impressive stat. I guess it's not all, all that, that crazy surprising. considering how, how good they've been over that that duration but wow speaking of Saban he turns uh, 72 years old today so he's got what wow. 30 years left to coach I would say happy 30 35 happy 72nd birthday Nick Saban how about some uh OU flair last night in World Series game three big John no Gray three innings pitched three strikeouts no run no uh, runs allowed just one hit John Gray was Excellent last night for the Texas Rangers, and it was a really cool thing to see. That was awesome. That, that was awesome, and uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, Tyler. Texas leads the series 2-1. Uh, I heard about that. I even heard that they play again tonight in game four. First pitch tonight, seven oh three Central on Fox. The University of Houston Cougars ran or had mm. a really cool uniform in week one this year where it basically looked like an old Houston Oilers throwback uniform. Amazing. Well, the NFL is threatening them now, saying because of the likeness there, don't do that again or else. 
and it's just the biggest eye roll emoji for me of all time. Are you really worried about that, NFL? Are you really worried about the University of Houston wearing some throwbacks that look like the Oilers? Seriously? We're really worried about that. If I was Houston, I would change my plans and wear them this week. Tell me, get stuffed? Is that that's what you would do? What are they going to do? Seriously, what are they going to do? You think it's going to hold up in court? I, I mean, come on. What's what's the pro- if anything? It's a good thing for the NFL. Whenever people are saying, "Hey, how awesome is that? That looks like the old Houston Oilers uniforms that uh, people are wearing now. That is amazing." So it, there's something about the throwbacks that I've seen this year that I like better than all of the normal. Yeah, uh, standard uh, it uniforms. Just roll my eyes at that. NFL's got all this going on, and we want to pick on. Little old Come Houston on. and Dana Holgerson. Week 10 captains for OU for Bedlam. All Oklahoma kids. Ethan Downs, Trace Ford, Gavin Freeman, Drake Stoops, and Gentry Williams. Like it, love it, hate it. Love it. We asked Coach Stoops about, or Coach Stoops, Coach Venables about Trace Ford last night being a captain, and he didn't have much to say about it. Yeah, he just kind of looked at you and smiled, and that was the cue to move on. I did, I did yeah, see that did, part last night. I, yeah, I said he didn't have much to say. He literally had zero to say about it. Just uh, kind of let that one fly right past him. Interesting matchup in Austin this weekend, especially when it comes to red zone offenses. Texas came up empty twice inside the BYU five-yard line last week. Texas now ranks 120th in the country in red zone efficiency. Kansas yeah. State, on the other hand, ranks third in red zone defense. Oh, boy. Yeah. I I still believe. I'm still saying it. Kansas State wins that football game. I already game. picked it. I picked it yesterday. Tyler, it may not even be close. Nah, let's, let's hope so, right? Uh, last one I have, the Athletic has their bowl projections out. Tell me if you love this or if it scares the you-know-what out of you. Okay. The Athletic's latest projection – is OU to play in the Fiesta Bowl, okay, against Air Force. What? OU Air Force in the Fiesta Bowl is what they have projected. Uh, hate it. They've been running that option, uh, and it's looked real good so far this year. Don't expect uh, hey, that to stop I, either. Tons of respect for Air Force. I, I love what they do. I love the option. I love watching it. Um, but and the Fiesta Bowl is a, a great bowl game, but you won't get anything out of that game. Nothing, right? man. Nothing to gain out of that. It's kind of a no-win situation. Gain. That's why it's like, all right, Fiesta Bowl, our, I mean, New Year's Six Bowl, uh, the opponent, no thanks. Only bad yep. things can happen, as we've seen before in that bowl game. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two from Toby Keith's next. Join the movement. The Ref Army is growing. Don't miss a second of the Sooner coverage you want with the KREF app, the number one source for Sooner fans. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. 
Mike Steely here for Cavens Group. Do you need help with fire, water, or mold remediation? Cavens is a local company that's been in business for over 15 years in the Oklahoma City area. Because they know you can't predict emergencies, Cavens is available 24 hours a day to help with emergency services or commercial maintenance. Call them at Cavens Group today, 405-573-3048, or go online to cavensgroup.com. Hey, Sooner basketball fans, it's time for one last go-round in the Big 12 at the Lloyd Noble Center. Your men's basketball season tickets are on sale now and start at just $149. Secure your seats now and don't miss out on any of this year's Sooner Hoops games. Visit Soonersports.com or call 800-456-GO-OU. That's 800-456-4668 to purchase your tickets today. We'll see you at the LNC this season. Boomer Sooner! Tired of your current living situation? With a variety of locations and over 40 floor plans to choose from, you can't lose with Home Creations. Every Home Creations home comes with enhanced included features such as built-in tornado safety features, quartz countertops, wood-like tile, and so much more. Live like a champion today by calling Holly of Home Creations at 405-364-9999 for more information. Home Creations. As we age, cataract surgery is often an inevitable step. And it's not just about restoring your sight, it's about upgrading your quality of life. So when it's time for cataract surgery, you have one big decision that can affect your vision for the rest of your life. The choice between a standard lens, which often requires you to rely on glasses for reading, or a premium lens. Consider Panoptics, Vivity, or a light-adjustable lens, the leading choices that can provide crystal clear vision and freedom from glasses. If you want to see far and you want to see near, you have to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. Hey y'all, I'm Kelly Clarkson. Every American dreams of creating a better life for his or her family, but in some communities, those dreams face difficult challenges. When we come together to help those in need get the same opportunities as everyone else, we truly are making our country a better place to live for all of us. So look for volunteer opportunities in your community to help others achieve the American dream, all right? This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. RPG came through the belly of the aircraft. We don't talk about the female combat wounded. These are our daughters and our sisters and our mothers. Wounded Warrior Project came into my life and taught me how to stand back up and get back in the fight. The truth is I think we all have this strength inside of us, but until you're tested, you just don't know it's there. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Beth by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. We tend not to think about right now, but right now in front of us is victory over cancer. Right now, cancer research funded by the V Foundation is leading to better treatments and saving lives. When you give to the V Foundation, 100% of your donation goes directly to game-changing cancer research. Victory over cancer is there for the taking by you. Donate at V.org because today's cancer research is tomorrow's victory. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba. Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 
All right, son. Time to put out this campfire. Dad, we learned about this in school. Oh, did you now? Okay. What's first? Smokey Bear said to. First drown it with a bucket of water, then stir it with a shovel. Wow, you sound just like him. Then he said. If it's still warm, then do it again. Where can I learn all this? It's all on SmokeyBear.com with other wildfire prevention tips because only you can prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Brent did say last night with you guys at Rudy's that Gentry Williams did practice on Monday, so um, that's good news there. And he's just um, kind of feels like they're in wait and see mode with Danny Stutzman. Maybe Stutzman feels good about playing on Saturday. I don't doubt that he'll give. I mean, I, if he can play, he's, he's going to be out there and play. But good news at Gentry practice on Monday. You got to feel on Stutzman or um, or Tawi Walker on Tuesday. I. I, I think they're both going to play. Um, I, I don't know. Not privy to any information other than, like what I said yesterday, what I saw on the field. I saw Tawi kind of hobble off, not limp. He just was, you know, had a little hitch in his giddy-up as he went over to the sideline. Um, I, it didn't look appear to be serious, but you never know because I, I, I don't know what the injury actually is. And Stutzman, I saw him after the game. He didn't have a boot on at the time. Uh, I think he's probably in a boot now. But, you know, Venable said he's got his fingers crossed. He also said, um, I, well, I can't remember if that was on air or not, but I, I, I'm optimistic that About he Stutzman or someone else? About Stutzman. Okay. Right, he was talking about Rocky Kalmus played against Oklahoma State with a broken leg. Well, yeah. So, amongst other things as well, Stutzman, if he if he can go, if he's like medically cleared, I think he's gonna he's gonna give it a go and try to play. Yep. Just that that type of dude means that much to uh, to the defense. He, I mean, here's a scary question: If we're wrong about Tawi, who's who's running back one if Tawi doesn't play? I don't care. I don't want to talk about it. I don't either, man. Don't want to talk about it. Don't Woo. care. Come on, Sawchuck. Come on. Come on, uh, Tawi Walker. you got to play on Saturday, man. Yep. And I'm going to guess Gabriel's going to be active in the run game once again, which I just think yeah. that's got to be the case he, at this point. I agree with you. And he's been great. Um, contrary to the message we received late in the show yesterday that said they should stop running Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, I just don't. Um, they, they, well, they can't, man. I, they're not what, good enough. Would it be ideal? Would it be ideal if you didn't ever have to run Dylan Gabriel, or you only had to do no. it one or two times a game? Of course, it would be, but that's not. It's not the spot that they're in, unfortunately. Oh, by the way, did you speaking of running quarterbacks? Did you see that Kansas football tweet? Um, Twenty-two point four miles an hour for Jason Bean on that touchdown run he had. No, I didn't see that. He's. Um, wonder if he's faster than Jalen Daniels. They got two incredibly fast quarterbacks. Probably. It's crazy. He's a yeah, good player, man. I um, I think people respect him around the league, but Jason Bean's a he's a really talented player. Really is. That's right. And he actually is on the field playing, which is critical. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour here from Toby Keith's is next. Wow.